Hi, welcome to the first On Track podcast where we're going to talk all things running here. We're going to have some good guests. Um, today I'm joined by Joe Wigfield and my co-host Sam Wilkinson. Could you introduce yourself, Joe? Yeah, hi, I'm Joe Wigfield. I'm a GB athlete represented Great Britain over cross country and track. I'm from the Wirral, which in case you don't know is a little area outside of Liverpool. Um, I currently train down in St Mary's, down in Tenton. Um, I've got a personal best of 340 over 1500 metres um, and a personal best of 2840, 2840 I believe it is, over the 10k. Yeah, so got some high calibre athletes coming on the show guys. Um, so you made a big step up this winter Joe, making your first junior senior GB team as well as the under 23 team at the Euro uh, cross country. Um, in Australia, it was the the relay team, the senior relay team. Uh, what was that experience like for you? Uh, yeah, it was quality. Obviously, like going to Australia it was a bit, a bit mad in the fact that it's have never been that far away. Um, and with it being my first senior representation, I was really looking forward to it. And do you know what? It was really good fun. Like the jet lag was tough, but you had the whole week out there to prepare for the race and. It just kind of got you in the mood to race towards the end of the week. And then, yeah, the race was quality. Um, you're up against, like, really some high-end athletes. Like, I remember the Australian team was, you know, full of... Um, I think it was full of um, Olympians um, and probably top 10 athletes in the world. So, yeah, it was quality. And the team came sixth and... There was just, just good fun, really. Uh, fantastic stuff. So obviously you had run for GB before, um, in the under twenty age group, um, on the track. Um, what? How was that experience different to um that when running with uh, in the senior age group? Um, difference was really it was just that. They treat they do treat you like adults when you're there as a senior group. Um, when I went for the under twenties, you kind of have to. They they've got a safeguarding aspect. Um, you've got to be with within the confines of the hotel at all times. And if you want to go out, go to the shop or something like that, you do have to be like accompanied by an adult. So with the senior team and in a, even in the under twenty three team, like you are making that way over to being ad being a senior. They do give you that sense of freedom and they treat you like that as well. And what I found as well, um, when I went in the junior team, there were so many of us, like, there, it was a bit, like, overcrowded, which is obviously good for making friends, but in the senior one, there was such a small group and you just got on well with absolutely everyone. You had time to speak to everyone, even, like, the coaches um, there from British Athletic. They're obviously there to you there to do a, for a race, but they don't really pressurize you that like that. They understand that you're an adult at the end of the day, and they treat you like that, and they just let you get on, do whatever you want. And when it comes to race day, obviously that's when it becomes serious. But in the in the build up, absolutely fine. Lovely stuff. So between those two cross country races, one was in December, one was in February. You took a shot at the roads. You travelled out to do a 10k in Valencia, and Valencia's a pretty big one on the calendar. Would you say that's the uh, best quality field you've ever been a part of? Definitely, because even though Australia was um, a world championships, 
because it was so far away, you didn't have too many people turning up and with it being a relay as well, um, it was such a short race. But the 10K, definitely, I'd say, was most high-caliber athletes. I remember I was in the first time I've been in like some sort of elite field in one of them races. Like You have the... You you're in a tent beforehand with all these obviously well known athletes all around the world. You've got the Kenyans, got the Ethiopians, you've got teammates of like of such like Elliot Kipchoge's mates. Um, you've got all people like that. You've got previous Olympian Olympic champions, and you can just got a, you got a sense of, you know what, <laughs> it's gonna be faster, and like part of it, some of it was on TV in Valencia as well. So yeah, it was definitely like. I would say the highest caliber race I've been involved in, and it didn't pressurize me too much, um, because I'm not the type of person to be like starstruck by seeing all these types of people. I just kind of got went knowing what I wanted to do, went off, as a as I intended to really, and started picking people off. But it was one in like a crazy time, and obviously it was probably a Kenyan or an Ethiopian. That's just out of the out of out my league really yeah uh it sounds like such a great experience but obviously as we all uh, know in this sport um with the highs also do come the lows so obviously you we spoke before we came on the pod today about the uh the injury most recently that you've just come off um could you tell us a little bit about what that was and how that you've dealt with that um obviously over the last few weeks yeah um there are highs and lows obviously same for any sport really um I've been I've had two serious serious injuries where I've got stress fractures in my sacrum which is that lower part of your back um it's not really a common one but it knocks you knocks you out for a long long time and then the most previous one previous one wasn't um wasn't as serious but it was still a, it was a stress response which is not as harsh on the on the injury timeout but yeah um Dealt with it quite well, especially this one, um, knowing that I was only out for four weeks instead of the previous 12 weeks. Uh, got my head down in the cross training, knowing full well that I've got a track season ahead of me and that I was actually able to race. Obviously, it did postpone it a little bit. Um, I wanted to open up with some some different races and suppose what I'm doing now, I wanted to do it a little bit earlier as well. But just now, I'm just focusing on the races ahead um, at the end of the year. But in comparison to the old one, the what I got um last last year, start of last year I think it was, um, that knocked me out for twelve weeks and it was a lot tougher to maintain my um, motivation. Um, with twelve weeks, you can smash out as much cross training and do as much gym work as you want, but you're not actually gonna be able to do it all because you just burn yourself out so you've got to actually have that enjoyment factor as well because running is such a tough sport and if you don't enjoy it you're, you're not going to perform so I just kind of took it day by day did my cross training whenever I wanted to so it it did ver- did different differ sorry um, the fact of what this one did compared to my last one yeah so it sounds like you're through that now you're getting past that. Um, so, looking onto summer with that in mind, what's what's your plans ahead, and what are your goals going forward? Um, plans ahead are I want to go for British champs. Um, I've been there once before, missed it previously due to injuries and COVID. 
Um, so that's one aim where I can try and make make the final. Um, then other aims is just to get back to really where where I was before I had my series of injuries. Um, where I got three, I want to try and get past three forty, get into the three thirties. Try and do you know what I think as well? Get as close to the Olympic standard as possible, because once you obviously the Olympics is next year, but if you could try and get the standard this year, then you can just focus on progressing even more. But yeah, towards the end of the year, I'm probably gonna look at doing some five k's on the track. I think I just need to build up a bit more strength before I do that. Um. Yep. Yeah, so um. Obviously, that's been very insightful. Um, to finish off, um, what shoes do you have um, on rotation currently um, within your training? Um, I've got quite a few shoes, to be honest. Um, I'm quite fortunate enough to, although I'm not sponsored, I've been given some shoes from different brands. I've been given shoes from so- Soconi, or so- Soconi, depends on how you want to say it, um, and Hocker. Um, they've sent me some shoes, and I've got them really well between the... Hocker Clifton's and the Hocker Max and the um oh Sockney Triumphs the Cord. I found that when I was coming back from my previous stress fracture that I needed to get some cushion shoes um to kind of protect my protect my body from the impact that impact of running because you know the thing I got told it was you have seven times your body weight going through um going through your body at each each time you take a step while you run, so I needed some cushion shoes, and that's what the Sockney Triumph gave me. They gave me that cushion, and they gave me that stability, and the fact that I can build up my training, build up my miles, and actually reduce the impact. But that's my like steady running shoes. Shoes um to racing. I've racing the Nike drag Nike Dragonflies. Um, especially over track, I just found like with these carbon shoes, they um they do significantly help with your racing times and improve your pbs um when i raced on the road for valencia 10k i wore the um Saucony endorphin pros pro threes i think they are um i'd honestly say they're probably one of the best super shoes out there um if anyone wants them go Go try them out because honestly they they are amazing. I'm not being paid to say that, like, but <laughs> um, they are quality, and I've done my, done my training in them as well, like my tempos, um, some sessions on the tracker wear them because they are just so good and they've really caught up to the the vape flies as what us usually dominate. Um. Yeah, no, really interesting. Also, I think that um, with, with especially with hocker, like you were saying, really, really good shoe that I also use in my training as it goes. Um, but no, fortunately, we're out of time. So it's been really nice talking to you, Joe. Uh, it's been really interesting to hear what you've had to say. And I know we're really excited to follow your journey going forward. Yeah, thank you for joining us today, uh, Joe. Best of luck for the summer. Um, hopefully see you pushing for the... 2024 Paris Olympic Games. Yeah. Um, thanks for everyone for joining in, listening. Um, see you next week. Yeah, thank you. Thanks.